Welcome to episode 19 of Tim Talk, the podcast about the DC anime universe co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And uh, we got a couple of good episodes this week. We have a little bit of... Eh, good is... Good. Okay. I was stretch. stretching it with the word. We have a fun episode good. and a uh, bad episode. Yeah. But which one's which? We're going <laughs> to, to find out. But uh, before before we get to that, we have uh, quick order business. Some awesome news. Uh, we were asked to join the Nerdist School Podcast Network. Yeah, which is cool. Like that was something we kind of hoped to do right from the beginning. That's where we met. That's where we first decided to, to do this podcast was through the Nerdist School. So uh, the only thing that's really going to change is that from this point on, there'll be a little bumper at the end advertising the school, and then there'll also be like a quick little commercial break. We're going to advertise one of the other podcasts. Yeah. Um, and they're really cool. Like we've already plugged a few of them before vault a one, one, three, our friend Matt's podcast. And mm-hmm. of course, Trevor, who's, uh, oftentimes our audio engineer, his podcast, but the flash and, uh, probably the most exciting thing about this though, is that it gives us potential to do cool crossover episodes. Yeah. So I know you're ready for those. Yeah. So obviously at some point flash will, uh, enter into this universe and Superman hope to have Trevor on for that. And then we looks like we might be able to possibly, we're trying to figure it out do a three-way Nerdist School Network comic book podcast with Trevor's podcast, Podcast Two Worlds, and then another comic book podcast, Novice and Frank. So, Who would have guessed the Nerdist Network to have a lot of comic book yeah, stuff? Who would have thought that they would have that? Bunch uh, of nerds just, over there. <laughs> so, But along those lines, speaking of Nerdist, we did tweet out a really cool article that came out recently from one of the writers at Nerdist, Kyle Anderson. Oh, yeah, Nerdist Prime. Nerd, yeah, Nerdist, excuse me. Yeah, there is Nerdist Prime. We are part of the Nerdist school. school. They are kind of different. D- tangentially related. Yeah. Let, let's say. We share a name. Yeah. We, we share that <laughs> and the logo. Um, but it was, uh, it was a pretty interesting article about the animated series, actually. So, Cameron, why don't you talk to us a little bit about the, uh, the article? Uh, so, if I remember correctly, the article was titled, the, what is it, Movie Industry Needs to Stop Stealing. DC filmmakers need to leave 80s comics behind. Thank you. Because uh, they do. Yeah, which basically talked was saying that like because of the Nolan verse, and there was more, it's more than just the Nolan verse. Uh, there's a lot of things that kind of led up to this gritty DC world that we have right now, and because of the grittiness and how dark it is, you know, everyone pulls from the gritty and dark 80s comics, and so you know, everyone's just a huge fan of more and uh, all those writers, Frank and, Miller. Thank you. Yeah. That guy, that that guy, like yeah, Alan. That, I mean, that's we, also more Miller and more kind of revolutionized comics in the eighties. Oh, absolutely, I mean, yeah. I mean, Miller with Year One, with The Dark Knight Returns, and then more with Watchmen, of course, mm-hmm. and then The Killing Joke, some other things, and those have been huge touchstones for. Well, definitely not the Schumacher movies, certainly, but I mean, Tim Burton's movies, Nolan's movies, and. You know, in case you didn't realize it, Snack Snyder loves Frank Miller's work. Yeah. Just slap you in the face with it. But there's more than that, right? There's more to, there's there's so, more to Batman. There's so much more. 80s. There's, what, 40 years prior. Yeah. Well, and what this article specifically references is this show, is the animated series. Yeah. And uh, this idea that maybe at some point we'll finally get some filmmakers coming in who grew up on that and appreciate its because it's it's dark, but it's mood, not so much in its its violence, right, or its content. But you know, it has an atmosphere to it. Um, but it's all hopeful. It yeah, it's it's Batman. Like we we mentioned this, I think in the very first episode of this show combines kind of the three Batman that we'd seen up to this point in the comics, where you have the crime fighter of the of the golden age, and then the the campy of the silver age. And then the adventures of the 70s and then the dark broodiness of the 80s. So that's four, not three. Yeah. Um, no, math. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't do that. I yeah. talk about comics. Well, and it, it, but, you know, the great thing, too, and as this article points out, is that when they started to do the Superman show, they completely changed all that. Yeah. It's, it's a totally different color palette. It's a different tone, different style. And even, like, even Bruce Tim uh, mentioned in some interview that someone asked him why he changed the look when we jump into the new Batman adventures. And he says, like, you don't want to get stale. Like it's, it's all about changing and it's all about keeping up with the times and evolving and kind of the movie industry is kind of falling behind in that as we've seen with three back to back failures. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, Snyder has even come out and said that he's not a fan of Superman, which is blatantly obvious when you watch his movies, but Mm -hmm. it's like Batman should be, have an atmosphere should be dark, not saying content again in tone, 
uh, Superman should be bright and optimistic and heroic. And yeah. the Tim verse does that. He does it really well. And the filmmakers haven't. And I really wish that they would start, but I don't see that changing anytime soon. Yeah. Well, I think what the article is saying is the people that grew up on the eighties comics are now the ones running Hollywood. And that's why that's what we're getting in the next five, 10 years, the whole dynamic is going to change. And so we're going to start to see the filmmakers that, that this was their first entrance to Batman into the superhero world. And they're going to be the ones that really reshape everything. Yeah. That, you know, maybe at a certain point, the current era of comic book movies will, will kind of fizzle out. And mm-hmm. then maybe, you know, 10, 15 years down the line, Maybe when some of us are a little further in our film careers, we'll we'll take a look at it. I'll get to work on that. Chris. Yeah, get, no get to work on that. Can you please? I was yeah. I was looking at you directly. I know. Yeah. But uh, speaking of mediocre things, yeah. Segue. We're gonna talk about Cat Scratch, the Cat. great Nickelodeon cartoon yeah. series from 2005. You you mentioned that earlier. I don't remember that show. <laughs> no what? one does. It's fine. It was okay. very mediocre, just like this episode. Okay, I don't remember cat scratch at all so to for, the, the episode is called cat scratch fever yeah That's like the, the ted nugent song yes yeah yeah <laughs> you can bring out tangents too <laughs> i'm uh, learning you're learning <laughs> learning from the best cat scratch do you remember the aristocats you you love the aristocats right i love the aristocats yeah, yeah so it's it's basically the next step of the aristocats where you know the the woman left her inheritance to her three cats uh, this is actually like after the woman passes away. It's, oh, it, it's based on these three, uh, these three cats that now just have millions and millions of dollars, and they have this whole mansion uh, to themselves. Uh, it's actually it's it's pretty fun. It has its moments. Okay, it's a good kind of like I miss cat dog. Let's okay. let's make more cat dog. Okay. It's that kind of humor. But we have so much to say, or realistically, not that much to say about Cat Scratch Fever the episode. Yeah, it basically opens up that rather than 25 years in prison, Selena gets a five-year probation, mm-hmm. but she can't dress up as Catwoman ever yeah. again. So this takes place immediately after... I don't know the, if it takes place not immediately, immediately after. Like, there, there's like a loose continuity, I'd say. It follows up from the yes. Red Claw. Is that her name? Uh, the Cat and the Claw. No, the the villain. I yeah, think her Red name Claw. was Red Claw. Yeah. yeah. Where, yeah, I guess Selena... Was she arrested at the end of that? I guess she was. I don't know. It's been a while. I don't remember. I think she was. I think she was. I do. I do think it's really funny that so far this is the only criminal we've actually seen prosecuted for their crimes. Yeah. And even funnier, given that Daggett is the the main villain of this episode Mm -hmm. and all the shit he's pulled and nothing happens to him. There was if you if you saw the newspaper at the very end, we'll get to it. Oh, I think there's a single line. There is. There's a little something there. Yeah, but so Selena is back out. She's doing mm-hmm. her thing. Um, Alfred's like, oh, maybe that, you know, you guys can get back together. And Bruce reminds him, like, no, Selena's in love with Batman, not with Bruce. Yeah, a lovely Twelfth Night situation we have going. That went way over my head, but sure. Twelfth Night? Was that? It's my favorite Shakespeare play. Oh, I actually have only read Hamlet in school. Oh, that's that's fine. Uh, have you ever seen She's the Man with Amanda Bynes? Can't say that I have. All right. Well, it's the exact same story. It's great. Now I'll go okay, to it later. Well, I'll have to go brush up. We'll my, talk about my, it off, Amanda Bynes Uber later on. Yeah, uh, but and it's uh, I think Channing Tatum's first movie. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm interested. Yeah, 2004 Channing Tatum. He's a okay. baby. Oh, okay. this is pre-step up Channing Tatum. Oh, does he still have abs? Yeah. Okay, I'll watch. I think then. so. Yeah. Yeah. He okay. Is. But anyways, uh, so Catwoman gets home. Selena gets home. Excuse me, and discovers that ISIS has ran away. Mm-hmm. And so she's out looking for the cat. Uh, did you happen to catch the name of the boat that she walks past? Like she's at the docks and she walks past a ship. I did not. So I think if you take a glance at it, it looks like the boat's called Titanic. It's not. It's called the Tantric. Probably because they can't use the word Titanic. I guess. But like, I, Actually, this is before the movie came out. This was yes, but it was after the real life event, the Titanic sinking that happened. No, 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 no. That was it's a movie, Chris. You don't know what you're talking about. I have my facts wrong. Yeah, (laughs) it's a fictional movie by James Cameron. It's a sequel to like Terminator. It is, yeah, or a prequel to Terminator. Or of all James Cameron movies, real. I hope so. I'd love to go to Pandora. Right. Actually, I mean, Skynet's gonna be real. That's yeah. We're basically we're basically aliens. We're basically. Did we get the whole? Did we get the whole? True Lies. I don't know that one. That's the best one. I went through all the ones I know. I went through the blockbusters. Oh, okay, well, go watch True Lies. You go watch True Lies. I'll go watch She's the yeah. You go watch True Lies, <laughs> and I'll join you for that, and I'll skip <laughs> She's the Man. Uh, so 
Selena's out looking. She comes across a whole bunch of goons who are trying to capture stray cats. Mm -hmm. Batman swoops in and saves her from getting hit with a garbage can. And then Montoya shows up and then arrests Selena. Not sure what for. We find out that Daggett is poisoning animals with toxins that turns them feral. This, so this felt, so this episode, like we said before, it's kind of mediocre. Yeah. But this plot point, this is the plot of Arkham Asylum, the game. Uh, when they when oh. he first in- injected the cat, I thought he was making Titan, oh, the, the upgraded yeah. Bane serum that makes everyone crazy. I guess it is. Well, and but, I got really excited. Wait, but in Arkham Asylum, was their intent to their intent wasn't to poison the city and then? No, 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 no. It was just bigger and better super soldier serum. Okay, like DC version. Okay, and actually, I have more to say about that too as we get to Doctor Strange mm-hmm. in the next episode because there's there's some some bridges there. But you're right; it, it is kind of similar to that. Yeah, and then it just kind of went downhill after it, that. Yeah, thought. exactly. So the the animals have this virus, and uh, if they bite anyone or anything else, another animal, or person, the virus spreads. They have ISIS. Bruce posts Selena's bail. She reminds him that she only sees him as a friend. Poor poor Bruce. Poor Bruce. Money can't buy a love. Nope. So, but uh. Selena dressed up as Catwoman, goes back to Daggett Labs. She gets bitten by poisoned Isis, Mm -hmm. stumbles out into the snow trying to save the cat. Batman finds her, kind of stashes her away, goes back to the labs. And that's when we finally get the real plot here of... uh, What are you going to say, like 12, 13 minutes into the episode? Oh, this is the last paragraph of my notes. I have basically summarized the entire thing up to this point uh, because... Batman discovers the the true plot here is that Daggett plans to unleash this toxin via the stray animals mm-hmm. uh, and then make a fortune selling the antitoxin. Yeah. So its villain plans go incredibly dastardly, kind of reasonable. Mm-hmm. It would actually probably work. Batman stashes away a copy of the, uh, the antitoxin yep. in his the weirdest compartment ever in his utility belt. I don't know if you noticed this as well. It like it hinges open like a drawer. And he puts it in and he closes it. That belt is actually only what, like, maybe a half an inch. It was made exactly, thick. especially for capsules that size. <laughs> he had a he had a feeling. That's the great. That if someone were to have an antidote, it would definitely be a little bigger than a pill, but smaller <laughs> than like like a tiny water bottle. Yeah, it's, it's in that very specific range. It's like a it's like an old can of like Banaka breath spray. Yeah, that size. Which yeah. you know that's probably what that compartment's actually used. You know what? For. I bet it's chapstick. But that's where he keeps his chapstick because that's the only part that's like exposed. That chapstick. Yeah. So, but Batman takes the antitoxin. Uh, a dog chases him over a six and a half, seven foot tall barbed wire fence. Yep. Out he's on, a feral dog. He's a big dog. He's got some strength. Out onto a, a frozen lake. There are frozen lake shenanigans. If you've seen the ending of Skyfall, you've basically seen what happens in that scene, and Skyfall does it better. Uh, there's basically people going in and out of the water, guns going off, yeah. cracks in the ice, everything you come to expect. And Batman cures Catwoman, who is oh, recognized as a so hero. There was a, there was a quick shot in, in that uh, when he's underwater. And the two goons are above the ice with their machine guns. And they're like, no one can, no one can stay in the water for this long. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous down there or something like that. He'll be hypothermic. And you see, you see Batman kind of swim up to the camera. And more than anything, I wanted the shark from the last episode to come up behind him. <laughs> I'm like, yes, real danger. A frozen shark. <laughs> the thing is, this is Gotham. There would be a shark. Yeah. We saw, it. we saw it two episodes ago. <laughs> More than anything, I wanted that shark to just pop back up. <laughs> that would have been a plot twist no one saw coming. Yeah. Especially Batman as he's trapped under the ice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> but uh, but no sharks show up. So Batman gets out. He cures Catwoman. Uh, the newspaper call her a hero. Mm-hmm. And there there is a line about. It says, I'm innocent. <laughs> oh, that's right. Daggett's like, oh, no, I'm innocent. I mean, he has great lawyers because he must. As far as I can tell, he has yet to be tried like for anything, much less prosecuted, even tried mm-hmm. for any of his crimes. Yeah. It's him and like uh, Rupert Thorne, I guess, share the same yeah. law firm. Because did, neither did Thorne the- go to prison for a little bit, though? I don't think so. I honestly don't remember. Because the last time I remember him was in that really weird train episode. You know, oh, you gotta be more that specific. One that one, the one train where it episode. was um, the older crime boss 
Um, oh, um, he was having the the flashbacks because his brother, the one with, who was supposed to have died in that train wreck, but instead oh, just like lost his limb and became a like, priest. It's it's based off of angels with dirty sure. faces. That I don't know if that's that a, one. I don't that's, that's a, either the real episode or the the spoof from Home Alone. I forget. But the, with with Cromwell and the father. And, yes, yes, Cromwell. Yeah, Cromwell is not actually Cromwell. It's Cromwell. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Daggett, he's innocent. Yeah. He's, he's going to get off, of course. And then uh, Batman, like like the nice guy that he is, brings Isis back to Selena. Yep. So she can be nice and happy. What a good guy. What a good guy. Good guy, Batman. Yeah. That's that's the episode. Yeah. Like, any any commentary on it? Uh, there was one big point. The the beginning of this episode really bothered me. I don't I don't know if you noticed this, mm. but this was act this and then the next episode were actually the last two ones that Acom animated for. Batman, because the opening scene of this is atrocious. Oh, and she's in the courthouse. Yes. Yeah. The the judge looks like she's a a blob. She could have been Clayface for all we yeah. knew. She looked so poorly drawn and so poorly animated. For the first like five to ten minutes, the audio was off. Like the mouths oh, yeah. didn't sync up. Did they? Have, I don't know if they ever even really fixed that. I don't think they did. Yeah. Uh, and then the the part that I like paused because it just made me feel so uncomfortable was still in that courthouse scene, but looking at the background characters in the courthouse, they didn't even look like people. It was just no. like a brown blob with eyes. And even like the dog at the end, like you can barely tell it's a dog. Yeah. It's it's like some weird like Star Wars alien monster thing. Yeah. It looks horrible. But that actually it's a good you bring that up. It's a good point. Uh this was the episode that got Acom fired. Yeah. That mm-hmm. they there's like nope. And it looks horrible. Yeah, there's a, there was a good reason. Yeah. I mean, we talked about them before during the Feet of Clay episodes because they did part one and then part two was done by another company. Oh, name I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, but it, yeah, you can see the very clear animation difference. And like, yeah. obviously, that that's not really a thing people bring up very often no. is because animation studios are supposed you're supposed to not be able to tell when you switch studios. But you can uh, you can really tell this, in, this, in this yeah yeah well you, you look at like robin's reckoning or heart of ice like those are beautifully animated mm-hmm. episodes and then there's this yeah yeah doesn't uh doesn't quite work but yeah i have like i have actually basically nothing else to say about this episode i have a question for you yeah of why doesn't batman just tell her like i'm tired of this love square they have going on oh yeah like he loves her she is catwoman catwoman loves batman batman is bruce i know it's like bow tie of love is frustrating <laughs> that's a great way of describing it, it that's what it is it's like a, it is a, yeah, it is a bow tie. Yeah. i don't because like he told know. the gray ghost <laughs> that's true you just told without some, even like some random old man in financial straits like dire straits right he doesn't tell which is the plot of the whole next episode not financial problems but like gray ghost could easily profit off that off that oh, very much yeah i don't i don't know why he doesn't tell selena it's I, bothersome do you think that maybe sometimes he told a kid he told yeah he told a random kid he brought some he brought some random urchin to his house yeah to just fool around with the silver tray do but that kid couldn't talk so that's, that's, that's true yeah he probably had him killed afterwards do you think it's like maybe he he in you think he enjoys it? Is I that what you're going to say? You think invent- he enjoys the chase? Well, I mean, we've talked about the fact that he's a he's a total drama queen. Right? Oh, my so gosh. Yeah. Maybe he invents drama for himself a little bit. It's all the fun he has when Joker's in prison. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, every day he's out there, like, doing these crazy situations, fighting people, like, living this totally hyperbolic world. There's no way he can let his romantic life be normal, too. No. What would he do if he had a normal romantic life? He wouldn't have time. No. Yeah. It doesn't work for him. You yeah. know? That's the thing. He knows he can't settle down with her. That's why he's in love with her. It's what he can't this is, have. I just realized this. This is the worst iteration of Batman being a playboy. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well, um, we've had moments, though, where he's playboy-esque. But compared to the other... Because, I mean, we, we obviously know this version of Bruce is kind of more put together. And yeah. they stray away from the, like, stupid billionaire playboy. Yeah. And he's more engaged with Gotham. He works with the company more. But, but yeah, compared to, you know, you know that's, the, the 90s films, he always has a different girl on his arm. That's true, yeah. Um, um, 
What's, then, is and, it is it in Dark Knight? Yeah, where he just buys the restaurant and oh, and Batman was, Begins. Yeah, like, oh yeah, it's begins. And that, yeah. and that one, at least they they show it as being like him putting on a persona. But yeah, yeah I mean, he's he's doing the whole image, and then in, in Batman vs Superman, he's didn't he wake up with some random chick? And I think so. Sounds about right. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and then of course the most playboy of them all was obviously Adam West. Oh my gosh, yeah. he's still a playboy. That's who he is. Yeah, he's got that voice. You know, just you don't even need yeah. to see him. No, it's like lights off party. Yeah. Okay. So I think that basically wraps up for this episode. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so I, one more, one more quick question mm-hmm. dealing with the toxin. That's not Titan. The way they, the way they talked about it, I thought it was going to make people like similar to the, to the oh, cats and dogs. Yeah. They're going to go crazy. Yeah. Go rabbit. I thought whatever. this was going to be another fear toxin situation, but nope. she just got, I was ready for like a full on like where cat, Catwoman to pop out after yeah. she got scratched. I'm like, oh shit, because she took off the mask, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. she's gonna start growing like cat hair, and she's gonna be like a straight up werewolf cat, and it, then she just passed out. Yeah, she does. Like, it's like having like a really bad flu. It's funny you mention that. I feel like one of the episodes coming up has to do with a genetically engineered literal cat person. Thank God. I think man, that's ti- not enough. I think Tiger Tiger. I've, I just keep seeing the like the still the thumbnail. Uh, like on Amazon when I'm looking at the episodes and that's what keeps showing up. So I, I think that might be a thing, but I, I was on the same page as you. Like you expect the people who also get it to go feral, but for some reason it only does that in. Yeah. But then animals. I guess later when they reveal the plot, they're like, yeah, it's supposed to be the next plague. I'm like, well, this is dumb. Yeah. Plagues don't make plagues you... are boring. Yeah, plagues I want like... a full city of animal creatures. Yeah. Well, give it time. Yeah. Even though we have to wait all the way until Batman Beyond, eventually we get animal creatures. We do. That's true. So we will get there eventually. Mm-hmm. And static. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. That happens in static. Yeah. Static too. Yeah. So now we're on to the strange secrets of Bruce Wayne. Yes. The better of the two episodes. This was a lot of fun. <clears throat> this was a lot of fun. It was fun, I, especially towards the end there. It, it gets to do some pretty fun stuff. Because I think this is the first time we see, I guess we, we saw the villains in that scarecrow episode a few weeks oh, ago but this yeah. is the first time like villains interact with each other and that's awesome it, and they have a they do have a lot of fun banter at the end like yeah. I, I could just watch a whole episode i i had that in my notes oh, yeah really of, like uh well, well we'll describe the episode yeah we'll, we'll so uh, but before we get to that the best part uh it starts out with a judge is making a trade for a tape some sort of blackmail mm-hmm. on a closed bridge that I thought was rigged for demo based on the way they, they set it up, but it, it's not. It's just um, closed. Yeah, it's because she's a judge and she can do that. We got Chekhov's bridge here. And what, what bothers me, quick quick side note, yeah. is why do villains do anything outside anymore? It's a good point. Like, actually, daytime inside is yeah. your highest chance of getting away with anything in Gotham. Yeah, I mean, hey, the criminals in Nolan's verse, they figured that out. Yeah. Yeah, why can't these guys? I guess because yeah. there'd, there'd be no show. I guess. But, but I do it, agree with you. It would make a better challenge. It would. <laughs> but we've also seen, though, that this version of Batman has no problem operating in daylight. That's true. Because Bruce the plot has, calls for it. Yeah. If someone's going to get crushed in a clock, they have to have that happen at 3 p.m. So Bruce is just going to be dressed as Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It, and we have uh, Superman syndrome all the time, too. Oh, that's where true. Where he has to clumsily save the day. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to knock over this this cake. Oh no, there was a bomb in the cake. What? Thank God it fell over. <laughs> it's a good episode. That was a good episode. But uh, until that happens, Bruce is out in the daylight trying to stumble his way through solving crimes. He's out at night. Yep, trying to solve this one. Man, I really stretch some of these segues sometimes. Don't I? <laughs> I really do. No, it works. <laughs> I have no problem with it. I what? I hope I get better. I won't. Um, so the uh, one of the goons numbers can literally listen to a stack of money. And I, tell I that hope that's a, like a straight up superpower. Yeah, because he like flicks it like, yeah. next to his ear. He riffles through the bills, yeah. and he knows exactly how much money it is. Like, like, can he can he tell the different bills? Like, I, what if it's a stack of what if it was like a single fifty in there instead of a hundred? Yeah. Like, could he tell? Does it have a different sound? What, what I do love though is could that, Daredevil do this? Oh, of course, Daredevil could do it. I mean, yeah. he, he knows. You can just feel these things. You can super senses. But I love how the, just by calling this guy numbers, it explains why he has that gift. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it, though. It, it works pretty well. Um, so the judge is 20K short. Batman swoops in. Uh, the tape kind of gets knocked out onto a, a, a beam. Mm-hmm. Struggled for that word. And uh, the goons get away. The tape ends up falling into the river. 
and somehow the judge passes out and is like temporarily permanently unconscious sort of like she's not waking up anytime soon yeah but they do discover that the goons had a connection to the yucca spring resort where the judge was just vacationing Mm -hmm. and who owns the yucca spring resort good old mr daggett yep who doesn't make an appearance in this episode rolly rolly roland daggett owns the place because of course someone has to do it yeah uh so bruce goes out there he decides he needs a vacation to go investigate yep i did like as alfred was unpacking a suitcase we discovered that bruce is a tidy whiteies man which that doesn't of course that doesn't seem this is the 90s this is the era of marky mark's famous rap career where he would just that's true you know what that's true bruce wayne the one gay bar i've been to had a giant what is it 36 by 48 portrait of just marky mark in his underwear which gay bar was this i don't remember where was i uh i hadn't met you yet oh yeah i'm sorry this makes me sad all right another time we'll go back <laughs> find the marky mark bar but uh bruce meets with hugo strange who has a machine that basically shows the inside of bruce's mind uh as strange is interviewing bruce interrogating more or less uh mm-hmm. we see his parents die once again in a pseudo dream sequence and the most boring of the dream sequences very boring there's dream no sequence. they don't Just have like, any fun with this bruce is like a mopey kid there's yeah. mom dad gunshot more mopey kid it's pretty lame mm-hmm. but most importantly strange sees that bruce is batman Ooh, yeah so the first villain to figure it he out figures it out so he does what any sensible person would do and call the joker two face and the penguin he's gonna auction off the tape for bruce's identity batman's identity while strange is away bruce goes back in the lab and finds the judge's blackmail which apparently she accidentally caused the great gotham dock fire 30 years ago we had a great psa of don't play with matches don't play with matches listen to your parents although hang on this is gotham everything's on fire all the time yeah so maybe not 30 years ago maybe there was there was a grace period in before gotham. before batman basically before God, bc yeah no, bb that one. bb yes before bruce <laughs> okay but kids in modern day gotham they can get away with playing with matches because everything's burning anyways yeah so good on you kids keep playing with matches and uh all three of the villains fly out to the hotel which it's kind of set up to be like palm springs yeah that's um, that's what i want this whole episode to be is just that plane ride just i just want to see inside like the overwhelming awkwardness of like two-face doing his thing penguin doing his thing and joker just trying to have conversation with them yeah on a flight yeah i you know i would love i really would love that where they walk out and obviously the pilot died somehow yeah well one of them killed him yeah the joker, killed. The joker would kill him Mm-hmm. two-face had to flip a coin to see whether he cares or not probably wouldn't the penguin would be in the back trying to decide which umbrella he should bring squawking and being thoroughly disappointed in the poor selection of champagne present on the plane so this is the episode that i wanted this was fine but this is the episode that i wanted that would have been it would have been amazing it's not too late we'll get the really dark gritty version of that at some point from It'll be a DC movie. It'll be the Suicide Squad sequel. It'll be two and a half hours of the three of them and what could be really fun, but because it's Jared Leto's Joker, it's going to be terrible. Yeah. So uh, the three of them get out there. Bruce, oh, he uh, he's erased all the tapes for the other people who are getting blackmailed, mm-hmm. but he sets one to record. We don't see what he does. Alfred gets kidnapped. Then Bruce sets the machine on fire with a fire extinguisher. He also gets basically abducted and stashed away. The villains decide to pool their money to give Strange $53 million. Mm-hmm. And some change. And some change. Which is a funny sequence. But it's kind of weird, too, why they would... The Joker, of all people, is the rational... Was it the Joker? was like, let's pool... Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It does kind of make sense to not compete. But you'd think they would be like... Go lower. Yeah. You <laughs> think, we don't need to spend all our money. Yeah. You think they've... You know, if they're going to cooperate, you think they'd have a little, little like... I, I thought Joker was just going to say, let's, let's shoot him. Let's just shoot him, keep the money, and... Keep the this, tape. Keep this for ourselves. But yeah. whatever, that's that's their way of doing it. So Strange has his money. He goes to show them the tape. And instead of seeing Bruce being Batman, we see a video of Strange plotting to trick the villains uh with a fake tape. So obviously Bruce or Batman has spliced this into the feed, mm-hmm. uh, but all the villains get pissed. They chase him out to the airport, then onto a plane. Yep, and they take that plane off. <laughs> it goes up in the air. Because Joker is now an experienced pilot. I can see that. 
I mean, if he can fly a Christmas tree out of a prison, yeah. a plane is nothing. The number of times he's going to need a plane for his shenanigans. That's true. I mean, and it's not hard for him to go get pilot license. He would just show up to some private airfield with a gun and be like, teach me to fly. And you would. Yeah. What else are you going to do? I mean, you're already dead. Yeah, no matter you're what. not getting out of that situation. Yeah, you might as well help make the world the worst place before you go. But Strange tells them all, like, hey, Bruce Wayne's Batman, and I love their reactions to it. Oh, man, it made this whole episode completely unnecessary. Yeah. And it, they, Two-Face was like, I know, Bruce, there's no way he's Batman. Yeah, and Joker's like, and you think I'm the crazy one? Like, no one believes it, which... I get Two Face a little bit why he'd say no. Yeah, Two Face is, is the only one who'd understand because like he does have a, he. I guess he does remember part of his previous life. Yeah, I think he still has all those memories. I think. I don't know. Yeah, he yeah, because he remembers he remembers his girlfriend. Yeah, he they have that talk. Great. Yeah, great. Yeah, one of his fiancés. The not poison ivy one. That one. So, but Batman hops onto the the landing gear of the plane. And he cuts the fuel line, so we assume that they're going to have to, like, do a, a forced landing. No, he just causes the plane to crash. Yeah. Which is a very graceful crash. Like, Joker saves their lives. Yeah, credit to him. Like, that, by all accounts, that plane should have blown up. Yeah. Like, that was a bold move. It just kind of, he sullied it. Like, he... Was that intentional? What? On Batman's part? That he that he knew Joker had the no, greatest no, no, pilot's no, no, license. No. That no. by sabotaging the plane the way he did, it was totally possible that the plane filled with possibly the four villains who knew his identity would crash and die. Oh, maybe I didn't think about that. I just realized that as I was talking about it. Hmm. That would that would make sense. Yeah, but he did. I mean, he did have that backup plan. He did. He does have a backup plan in place. So he he crashes the plane. And Strange is like, he's Strange is there with the police who have been notified and uh, with Batman. He's like, no, no, Bruce Wayne's Batman. And then who shows up out of the crowd? Good old Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne himself being like, Judge Vargas is a good friend of mine. And it, was, I, it was very weird listening to Kevin Conroy talk to himself. It was. Bruce Wayne's there. Batman's there. Clearly they can't be the same person. Clearly. Clearly. So uh, off Strange and everyone else goes. And then we realize it's Robin. Mm-hmm. in disguise wearing stilts wearing stilts and a mask and strange gets abducted he's gone and batman's safe he's good yep identity is safe i forgot that we only see strange once more in the dc anime universe and we just see like wow because I, I was like i thought i was like there must be another episode with him there's not he has a visual cameo in one of the justly unlimited episodes that has to do with cadmus Okay. And I guess he was supposed... That's odd. I feel like he should always play a more prominent role. You... Because he's... he's. Would you say he's a, A-list? No. I'd say he's like C... I'd say B-minus. I, I, you know, it's funny. I'd say he's C-list, but he's, in some ways, like, he has the potential to be more capable than some of the other villains, but he's kind of C-list. I mean, so doing my usual research on the villains, this is based on adaptation of Strange's only comic arc. Now, it's been done multiple times like pre-crisis and a couple times post-crisis it's done in this it's done everywhere here's strange's mo he's obsessed with batman he deduces batman's identity he fails to prove that bruce wayne is batman he fakes his death and he repeats it he has faked his death so many times that there's a comic arc where catwoman tries to get the best of him by faking her own death and his response is no one has faked their death more than i have (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah. So that's the the grand extent of what Strange usually does. The exception, though, being what we were talking about earlier with Arkham City. I guess that was my first meeting of Hugo Strange. Well, you probably saw him in The Batman back in the 2000s. I didn't watch The Batman very much. Mm-mm. Oh. Uh, no, I never I never liked the art style growing up. Okay. Weirdly enough. Well, the, only the first two seasons are good. Okay. Is it on Netflix still? I think it is. I watched it okay. on Netflix not too long ago. Yeah. And actually the first two seasons are really good. Mm-hmm. And then that was the first hill. time uh, Mark Hamill didn't do Joker. Cause it was Kevin. Oh, something Kevin Michael Richard- Richardson. Rip Michael. Thank you. Like yeah. Kevin something Richardson. And then oh. uh, who was, who was Batman? Reno Romero. Yes. Yes. Because I met him. That's He's right. A very yes. nice guy. Yeah. 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 He's a cool guy. I want to, uh, not going to tell my LA stories. <laughs> they make me feel very, pretentious no it's fine no it's great because you you met him and you actually like talked to him mm-hmm. 
a tangent aside, I, I keep kicking myself. I ran into Cameron knows this, but our few listeners don't. I ran into Joss Whedon in the comic book section of Barnes and Nobles and I didn't say anything because I was scared. It's because we're, we're DC fanboys. We, we don't communicate with them. But he's the best. And I, all, I couldn't I even, like, I, I would, I yeah. even like, hey, like, you got any recommendations? For As someone good? who spent and, a solid all of the past two days just listening to Dr. Horrible's blog. Oh, singing blog? Yeah. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's great. I've got the soundtracks on, on Spotify. I've oh, been listen to jamming that, out to it. Oh, that is really good. But yeah, those are our stupid pointless LA stories there. Yeah. Um, LA. Yeah. I mean, I have some other notes about Strange, but they're really not that that important. I mean, it's yeah, he had his first appearance in Detective Comics number 36 from mm-hmm. 1940. Uh this particular episode is based off of the Strange Apparitions arc. Specifically, The Dead Yet Live and I Am the Batman from Detective Comics number 471 and 472 yep. in 1977 where it's basically the exact same plot, except it's Rupert Thorne instead of the Joker. Um, I had forgotten this, or I didn't think about it, but this is the exact same plot as Batman Forever. Yes, yes, because I was going to bring that up, because yeah. I, the, I love the ending of Batman Forever when Bruce walks into the the prison, and they're like, yeah, uh, Riddler keeps saying he knows who Batman is, and then he walks up, he's like, uh, Ed, Edward, do you know who Batman is? He's like, yes. He pops out of shadows. I am the Batman, and he's made like toilet paper wings. Yeah, and a straight and jacket. Oh yeah, it's a straight yeah, jacket. Yeah, it's a little thing. He's fine. I, I that's one of my favorite scenes of that movie because it's Jim Carrey just doing Jim Carrey. Yeah, and he works in that movie. He's yeah. actually he's actually acting on like uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I only or Nicole Kidman. I only remember or the, Chris O'Donnell. I only or Val Kilmer. It's the Riddling movie. It's we a, about yeah, this. it's yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Do you have any other notes or thoughts about this? Um, clearly, Mark Hamill saved this episode. Oh, he did. Like, he's great. It was a very this. mediocre story and everything up until I think the voicemail was was great. Oh, yeah. So Hugo Strange just like gets Joker's phone number somehow uh, and calls him, and it's uh, I don't remember exactly what it says, but it's like uh, please leave your message after the streak, and he's like just kills the guy in yeah. his voicemail. It's like right. it's very jokery. Yeah. Um, and then the very last line I also really loved, which was um, when they're bringing, they're putting Joker away. He's like, uh, "God, or Arkham is very nice this time of year." Oh yeah. And he walks away. I'm like, "Yeah, it, very fit." This is a very good like Joker one-liner episode. Yeah, yeah. I guess for listeners, I I assume some of you guys probably actually watched the episodes before we talk about it. If you don't, you can definitely skip Cat Scratch Fever. I'd say watch this one just for the interplay between the three villains. Cause yeah. we, we can't do it justice. It is really, really fun. It's worth watching for that mm-hmm. alone. Anything else? I think we covered it all. Okay. Oh, oh, so we, I forgot to mention this in the last episode. So we talked about this PSA was all about don't play with matches. Mm-hmm. Listen to your parents. I forgot the last P or last episode was very topical for the time. And it was, uh, it was an anti animal, drug experimentation because oh. i forgot in the 90s that was a huge problem oh, like was, animal testing yeah oh yeah i guess it and was. so it was, it was a very taut and i guess that's why i just like yeah i mean that's the plot the of anim- beethoven is all about animal testing so. yeah and i you know it's just I, I guess it's kind of good in a sense that that we don't have to worry that we don't have storylines about that because we're, we're past that now. yeah because you know we've we've fixed like that wasn't it, that also the plot of catwoman the catwoman movie uh, not as much. Okay. Um, again, I've, I haven't seen it. I'm probably not going to. Yeah. All right. So if, if we're done with the episode, I have a challenge for us. Ah, oh, shit. All right. So one of my favorite podcasts is the uh, Empire Podcast, the British film magazine, not the TV show on Fox. And one of their listeners wrote in asking if there are any fictional characters that have died on screen more than Thomas and Martha Wayne. Now, some of their counterpoints, they didn't go into the specifics, and their counterpoints were like Dracula and characters from Shakespeare who are just constantly mm-hmm. being remade versions of this. So what I've decided is our challenge is between the two of us, we're going to see if we can list every single instance of them dying on screen. Including we, animated? Uh, film and television, including okay. animated. We're going to include dream sequences because like a lot of stuff in this okay. is, is so like dream sequence kind of flashback. Already, yeah. what we've seen. Um, so hang on, let me grab like a pen and papers. I'm not typing away. Okay, oh, thanks. Pencil's not behind my ear. That's Thank a, you. That's strange. Okay, hang on. I'm gonna reach it's behind you. I'm gonna stand up. 
Okay. Okay. Now I'm back. So we're going to try and list them all, and then uh, we'll go off and see if we can actually come across a definitive list between now and next episode and see how well we did. All right. So let's let's do live action first. Okay. So, so uh, starting with live action. Oh, sorry, um, microphone just. All right. I'm sure they did in 66. No, they never did in they the 60s. Did. Oh, wow. Okay. Never, I, I know that for a fact because... I know they never did in the 60s. I think there might have been, I think the first one I can recall, I haven't seen it, there was like an, an animated TV episode, I think, that referenced it at least, but I don't know if they died on screen okay. or not. I doubt Super Friends, that it's yeah. Super Friends is so too bubbly. I, I, they probably didn't show them die the amount of references, so I'm going to assume... You think it started 80. with 19? I think it, I'm, yeah. I'm going to assume number one would be 89. Mm-hmm. Um, we see them again die in forever. Yep. Okay, so, and then... Do they die again, in return? No, they didn't. They never talked about returns. Or in Robin or Batman and Robin. Uh, we do see them die again in Batman Begins mm-hmm. and they're never brought up again. Not really in the Nolan verse. Right. Um, we see them die in Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Is that this, up for live action? I think. Yeah. Those are live action movies. We don't. There's the a 60s. great. I don't know if you've seen this. There's a um, someone actually made a compilation. Like a supercut. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the source I'm going to go to to try and get like the, the full list. Yeah. Um, OK. So in this series, we're counting dream sequences. So I think. Th- four three times both scarecrow episodes was it two twice with the scarecrow yeah okay uh so scarecrow and scarecrow and then losing memory and then this one I th- okay yeah so i think it's i think it's four yeah we see from them where die. we are now i think from where we are now i don't remember if we see them die again you definitely see him in justice league that's for i'm i'm was there a justice league episode i'm like 90 percent sure that you see it in justice league okay in some way or another Maybe okay. Let's say there's let's say there's one. I'm gonna say there's at least one more. Let's, let's, give, us a, let's give us a, let's give us a safety universe. for that. It's Justice League slash just general uh, Tim verse. We give ourselves you one beyond more. Well, no, not at the point that we've reached beyond. I guess not. Okay, so then they. I don't think we see them die in any of the Tim animated movies. The like the Tim uh, verse Phantasm, animated Return of Joker. Yeah, and they don't die in Phantasm. Mm, right. So now it becomes all the other animated shows i we don't there's an episode that references their death we don't actually see them die ever in the batman do they die in the brave and the bold i don't think so i thought i I thought i have yes they do i remember the very oddly specific moment where he pulls on the pearl necklace i think they reuse that in like two other movies okay so uh brave and the bold and then okay so the like the direct to dvd movies uh we're doing this without without looking anything up yeah just to clarify my laptop is in fact closed Mm -hmm. like we can't see anything this is completely off memory uh year one i'm sure yeah oh yeah uh dark knight rises or dark knight returns excuse me oh that's that's the same moment where he pulls on the pearl necklace okay um Um, i don't think red hood no i think we're past it that i don't think justice league war any any of the um uh, what's the 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 one where he's in the coffin he's in the co- oh is that no that's not war where they find batman's plans to defeat the justice League. oh shit um doom justice like doom. doom is it we actually see them die though you see their you see their corpses let's say let's say it let's sure let's count it uh okay doom okay so the, the batman movies it was uh gotham knight which was the the anime based off of the nolan verse mm-hmm. i don't remember i don't think so in i don't that. think i don't so. remember oh do we see i haven't watched it did we see them die in the killing joke no Okay. Do we? I don't think we see them die in Batman Superman Public Enemies because I know there's a plot point in there about, or in the comic there's a plot point about Metallo killing his parents, but I don't think that's. I don't think so. Crisis on Two Earths. No, definitely not. No. It's a good one though. It's one of my favorites. It is, it is a good one. And then definitely none of the the new Fifty Two ones. So not Son of Batman. No. Not the where he has the there. Everyone's in the that mask. Court of Owls. Thank you. Oh, um, Gotham. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TV show Gotham. We got to count that. We're only counting it once, though, for that show because uh, they showed it more than once. I feel like the first like six episodes they showed it. I only watched the first one. I couldn't make it. I'm. Or, we're only going to say it once for that franchise. Okay. We're at. I say I have eleven instances, but one of them where we're counting four of them for animated series. It's actually one, two, three, four. So fifteen. Fourteen. 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 We gave ourselves a cushion of one for the rest of the Tim verse. Yeah. I feel like there's, do we can't, I guess we're counting, we're not counting video games, are we? We're not counting like Arkham? No. Nah. No, I don't think so. We're film and television exclusively. Yeah. So, for do you want to, do you want to give a guess? Do you think we've missed some? 
Oh, and there's like give yourself a, like a yeah. little bit of a safety room. Do a Price is Right kind of situation. <laughs> See if we hope we don't go over. Uh, so I mean, we're at fourteen. Should we, do we save? Should we say 15? I'm going to go 19. Okay. I feel so like we've missed a good handful. Cam's going 19. I'm... Don't you fucking say 20. No, I'm not going to say... <laughs> I'm not going to say 20. No, if anything, if I say 18, that's a more obnoxious one, because that means that... Yeah, I yeah, guess that's true. Because it's underbidding you. I'm going to say we maybe missed two. I'm going to go with... Six, 16? 16. All right, all right. Um, the real challenge is going to be in the next week getting... Actually finding them all. Exactly. I, I, I didn't really want to do any research on this. I wanted to go in cold. I don't know if there's a definitive list out there somewhere, but we're going to we're gonna try and figure it out mm-hmm. between now and next episode how close we were. And I'm sure someone is going to text me and be very furious about one of the ones that I've forgotten. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know what? Series is. I think we're good. You, you say 19, I say 16. We'll see what goes from there. So that is the end of our first live challenge on the podcast. Yep. See how wrong we were. We'll see how wrong we were. We're wrong about so many things. So uh, moving on from there, bat plug. <sighs> Fuck. How do I always fucking forget bat plug? I mean, that's kind of the oh, point of bat plug, though, is. isn't it? What have I been watching? Oh, I know what I've been watching. I finally finished season two of iZombie. Okay. And it's... I don't know if I've talked about this on the show yet. I don't think so. It's one of my favorite DC shows. Oh, yeah? It's very creative and fun and especially because i stopped watching arrow last yeah. season yeah because it just got too it's too dark and brooding it's too much like what we always complain about yeah and flash started to dip into that dark area briefly mm-hmm. but i zombie fully is fully aware of what they are they're very fun and light even though like it's all about zombies and like any step could lead to the zombie apocalypse. Okay. Um, but it's fun. I, I'm usually not into those crime shows, but mm-hmm. this one was very fun. It's pretty good. Yeah. So that's my good thing to plug. And then there's another show that I've been so unnecessarily addicted to because it's so bad. Uh, and it's called the magicians. It's on sci-fi. I think it's on oh, sci-fi. I haven't seen the posters for that around town, uh, but just imagine if like Harry Potter was on an, was on MTV okay it's that level of bad it's very it's really bad oh man it's atrocious but i have such a weak spot for like magic like that yeah, you know those fair. magic worlds and it's basically like magic is a normal thing but what's weird is the story of narnia is actually like real in that world that's, and they're all trying to like kind of cool though yeah, it's just done very poorly, and oh, it's okay, not well, it's not Narnia, but it's very much Narnia. Oh, it's not literally Narnia, right? Uh, okay, so it's, that would have been cool. Uh, it's uh, I don't remember the name of it anymore. But instead of going through a wardrobe, they go through like a, a grandfather clock. It's like this, like you're not even trying to be different. Uh, but yeah, no one should go watch that. Okay, because I have like two more episodes left, and I just can't wait for it to end, so I don't have to watch anymore. Because I've started uh, including our our plugs in the description of the episode okay. and posting them. I won't include that one. You don't have to. Okay. If people really care, you should make a better decision with your yeah. life. And are you, what are you watching? I Zombie on uh, what platform? Oh, uh, Netflix. Season one, two, or nine. Oh, okay. Netflix. Yeah, cool. season yeah. three doesn't start till March. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'll be sure to uh, be sure to include that in there. Mm-hmm. I watched a web series called Gogo Boy Interrupted. Okay. It, I was really hoping you were going to say Con Men, but that's that's fine. No, I need to watch Con Men. Con I, Men haven't, great, I haven't guys. done it. But no, it. this is a show. It's uh, written and starring Jimmy Fowley. Not Fallon. Mind okay. Fowley, uh, who's part of the Groundlings Theater. And the whole thing oh, cool. is like directed, produced, and starring other members of the Groundlings. And it's, as you would expect, it's about a West Hollywood Gogo Boy who basically gets fired for being 30 but also a complete drunken mess mm-hmm. and it's really really funny it sounds great yeah I, I, <laughs> no that didn't mean to come out the way i realized as i said great that probably sounded like i really didn't care but i do i, I will check that out I, admittedly i think it's funnier if you you have at least a little bit of exposure to that world which i even only tangentially do just because i go out in west hollywood all the time mm-hmm. but uh it is it is really funny and there actually is a really loose comic book connection okay the second season one of the supporting characters played by scott evans who's chris evans brother that's awesome and i actually going back to our previous conversation i saw scott evans the other night when i was at a dinner it was an empty restaurant empty bar and i still didn't have to go up the courage and tell them i liked (laughs) his show because i'm because there's there's, for the people who don't live in la there's like the stigma of like you just don't approach people no i i don't but like 
and I'm sure if people recognize him, they probably want to be like, oh, like your brother's so awesome. Like I actually had something he worked on. I could have been like, hey, that was cool. It was a very specific thing that most people wouldn't know. But yeah. I, he was with some friends. I'm like, I just he probably just wants to drink. I'm just, yeah. just going to sit here by myself. So that's, it's pretty damn funny. I recommend that. And then, uh, we were talking last week about Vasilius's podast. Yeah. Talking did, you, did you listen to one? I did listen to it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he's so passionate about Lord of the Rings. Like I, I'm sorry, Vasilius. I don't give two shits about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like I've never read the books. So I have a copies. I enjoyed the movies, not so much the hobbits, but like it made me want to go read the books and like revisit the movies. Cause he just loves it so much yeah. so no it's it's a great no great i podcast. i when i listened to the first episode i remember trying to go back and listening or i i uh i do audiobooks and so i tried to listen to the uh not one the of the, the that sim- one similar yeah. similar <laughs> silmarillion sure similarian that one these are not books you can listen to people <laughs> in the first five minutes i maybe understood like a hundred words they said oh my god yeah it is it is a hard it's a it's a sit down read book yeah i've never i've never tried i figure i mean i'll start with the hobbit because that's like written for children so yeah. i could probably get through it yeah i've read the hobbit yeah i had to and we read it for seventh grade and i had to dress up so i dressed as as bilbo that's pretty awesome great job oh, same height as bilbo worked out great <laughs> perfect yeah okay uh anything else i think that's everything yeah so once again uh our podcast is at tim talk pod on facebook and twitter and instagram mm-hmm. go check out our instagram cameron where can we find you you find me at cameron dexter or cameron dot dexter yeah now, so that, now that you know now that i know you can probably find me at everything Cameron dot Dexter. I don't remember. Well, what your actually. Instagram is dot Dexter. Yeah. I don't remember what actually. Do you even is. have a Twitter? No. Okay. I, I don't, I'm not funny enough for Twitter. Okay. Well, I'm not either, but I just have one anyways. And if, I'm a visual person. I'm a very that's visual true. Yeah. You're, you're much better for Instagram. Um, if you want to find me on social media, which why the fuck would you? I'm at Lordifer. And then of course, now that we're part of the Nerdist School Network, go check out the Nerdist School um, in places. Yeah online yeah. places <laughs> we're gonna get better at this, at we, this we, ending we'll, part. we'll figure it out yeah at some point but i mean nerdist school the network it is on instagram it is on facebook it is on itunes where we are now be associated which is awesome yeah so i think that's finally it yeah i think that's all the things we did it yeah thanks everyone all right bye the nerdist school network for class and show information visit nerdistschool.com